having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of FamilyWise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Hey guys, what's up? So I'm guessing you created some financial goals this year, and maybe you are doing great on them and they are smooth sailing. If that's you, awesome. You probably don't need this podcast episode today, but... If it feels impossible and maybe your goals are huge and they feel out of reach, I mean, maybe you are spinning your wheels on how to get started. I mean, whatever your goal is and however big it is, we can together make it something achievable by breaking it down. So just stick with me and take action today if this is you, okay? So welcome back to Wise Up With Your Money. And first off, I just want to say I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen in. And just let me tell you, this one is a goodie, especially if you are anything like me, where you make big goals for yourself in the new year because you are a go-getter. And let me tell you, as a coach, I love hearing that from people where when they dream, they dream big. But it's one thing to write it down and tell yourself, I'm going to do this. And it's another thing to actually do it and make progress on it, right? I don't know about you, but I wrote down some big goals this year. And if you ask my mom, she'd say I was crazy. And maybe I am. But I love pushing myself to be better, don't you? I mean, that's why we make these big goals for ourselves. It's not so that we can just sit on the couch and maintain our current lifestyle. We want to be better with these big goals. But the issue is when the goal is so big, I mean, sometimes you feel overwhelmed and you don't even know how to make progress on it. Like you don't even know where to begin. So how do we get out of that mode of where do I start? And into the mode of making progress. So first off, let's just back up for a sec and make sure we are all on the same page on what a goal is. Because sometimes as a coach, I hear the dreams that people are trying to accomplish instead of trying to accomplish well-written goals and not knowing the difference between pursuing a dream versus a goal can set you up for failure right off the bat. So when you say, I want, it's a dream, okay? There is no plan associated with it. So if you say, I want financial freedom, I want to be debt-free, I want to buy a house, I want to retire well, well, these are great dreams for you to pursue, But they aren't goals that you succeed in. A goal is a written statement that says, I will. I will pay off my debt of $100,000 in three years. Or I will save $6,000 towards a down payment on a home by December 31st of this year. Like a goal is specific and it's written down with a time limit. 
Now, if your goals don't sound like this, or you haven't written your goals down yet, then make sure you go back and check out episode 33, which is all about how to write a goal that leads to success. And I'll put the link in the show notes for you to make it easier for you to check that out, okay? Now, let's go back to our discussion on big goals. Like, I love a big goal. So don't be afraid of it, especially as if you say it out loud, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, it's okay. Don't be afraid. Uncomfortable is okay because we grow when we get out of our comfort zone, right? But I don't want your goal to be written so big or so overwhelming that you just feel stuck at the starting line, okay? But if you feel this way, just know that you are not alone and I'm right there with you. However, for me, it's the financial goals that aren't the scary goals, okay? Like, those are like second nature to me. I don't struggle with achieving them because at this point, it's just part of my lifestyle, okay? But instead, I want to tell you about a goal that really scares me because I want to meet you where you are today. So let me tell you about a goal that makes me feel uncomfortable and I feel overwhelmed just saying it out loud. But again... I'm trying to meet you where you are today. So my goal that scares the crap out of me is I will complete a 5K by the end of this year. Now, you may be thinking like, what? That's it? Like, that's not a big deal. But you guys, like this goal is huge for me. And if you haven't been following me much on social media, let me just give you a quick backstory on this. So I have a crazy health journey where I grew up as an athlete. I competed in so many different sports, but I love soccer and volleyball the most, okay, if you are wondering. And so I'm used to working out regularly. It's been a part of my life and I have never stopped. But in 2013, my body decided to freak out at me. Thanks, body. I did a normal workout class as I had been doing for years, and the next day I developed such terrible leg cramps to the point where I could not walk anymore. Like I had to take an ambulance to the hospital where I was diagnosed with what's called rhabdomyolysis. Now, in layman terms, basically what my body did was it attacked itself and it was breaking down my own muscles and the protein was getting into my kidneys. I mean, people die from this. I was in the hospital for like five days. They monitored my kidneys to make sure there was no permanent kidney damage. And I had to go to PT since I had lost a lot of muscle. And guess what? Not one doctor could tell me why I got it. They just said, meh, you were dehydrated, or you probably had a torn muscle that started it all. Yeah, no, because they cleared me to work out. And so I nervously tried working out again like six months later, and guess where I ended up again? Yep, that's right, rhabdo in the hospital. So since then, I have been super nervous to work out because it comes out of nowhere. But this past year, we got a treadmill. And I have been inching my way to more progress. And at this point, I can walk about two miles without side effects. And I've started incorporating a little bit of running into it. So getting back to my goal of where I will complete a 5K by the end of this year, now you may see why it's so overwhelming for me. But I really want to try doing it. 
because it would mean so much to me and I would love to show my kids what perseverance looks like. So what do we do when our goals feel so big and they feel so overwhelming to even think about it to the point where it doesn't even feel achievable? Like, what do we do with that? I mean, it's like, where do we start? Does anyone else feel like this? So how do you make these feel like impossible goals possible? All right, so let's talk about this, okay? So first, you need to write a goal that's achievable within this calendar year. So look at your written goals that you have and ask yourself, is the time limit for my goal within this year? Because you may have a goal that states, I will pay off my debt of 100000 in three years. Well, that is a well-written goal. I won't argue with that. But it's huge and it's hard to focus on because it's so big and it will take you so long to actually achieve it. So if I am describing your goal and how it sounds, then we need to break down that huge goal into smaller goals that you can achieve this year. So going back to our example of I will pay my debt of $100,000 in three years, if you have smaller debts that add up to $100,000, just break it down into those smaller debts. And I lean towards this option because it's specific to each debt, which is awesome. So you could say, oh, I want to pay $20,000 of my Capital One credit card this year. Like th that would be a goal. But another option you could do if you don't have smaller debts uh, is you could write out your goal as I will pay down my consumer debt by $33,000 by the end of this year. And if you achieve this goal and you achieve this goal each year for the next three years, you will still achieve your big goal of paying off $100,000 in three years. So action one, just make sure your goal is written with a deadline of this year. Because if not, your goal is too big and it will feel very overwhelming to achieve. Okay, so now that your goal is written with a deadline of this year, now you can break down your goal into small achievable steps. So what do I mean by this? Well, let's use another running example, which... I don't know why I go to running because I'm not actually a big runner. It's just easy for me to picture for some reason, okay? But think of it like you are in a race. So you are at the starting line today, ready to start achieving your goal, right? And you are trying to get to the finish line, which in this case is completing your goal. So while you are running a race along the way, you'll have mile markers that tell you how much farther you have or how much progress you've made so far. So going back to our goal, like we need to complete our goal and cross the finish line. So we want to create these mile markers because they are basically micro goals that we can set on a weekly or a monthly basis to help us track and make progress on our big goal, okay? So to create these mile markers, you need to reverse engineer your big goal, okay? So going back to my example, if I want to complete a 5k by the end of this year, 
I'll start at the end point and work my way backwards to create the mile markers, okay? So I know a 5K is 3.1 miles. So I gotta get my walk to at least 3.1 miles. And right now, I can successfully walk about two miles without feeling any effects in my legs. So I need to increase my distance by 1.1 miles over time in order to at least try to do a 5K. So each week, if I add a tenth of a mile to my walk, in 11 weeks, ideally, I will get to 3.1 miles, which is the minimum I need. So the mile markers in this case would be the weekly tenth of a mile add-ons. And another mile marker would be when I actually hit 3.1 miles, that I can actually complete that much. But I won't end there with my mile markers, okay? Another mile marker I will add is registering for a 5K. And then if I still have time in between registering and actually doing the race, the bonus mile markers, if I have extra time until the race, could be to increase my time by incorporating some running into it, okay? Now, you may be thinking, this sounds great, Beck, but it's not a money example, and I have a money goal, right? So let's use one of those as well. So if your goal was to pay your Capital One credit card off of $3,000 by December of this year, and we are going into February, like let's say that's 11 months um, and, until your deadline. So then you can divide the 3,000 by 11 months or however many months you have left until your deadline, which means you would need to put in about $273 per month towards the credit card in order to achieve this goal. Okay, so every month you would have a mile marker of finding an extra $273 in your budget to put towards your credit card, okay? So those can be mile markers. And hey, if you have an irregular income where maybe you and your paychecks, they don't allow for monthly amounts to go towards your goal because it's unstable, right? Well, if that's you, you can still make mile markers and maybe you just have to create quarterly mile markers. So you have options on how you can break down these goals to create mile markers, all right? Especially if you're irregular, that's okay. You can just, you know, make quarterly mile markers. And so you might have a few low paychecks, but then maybe you get a higher paycheck. And that's where you can make up for lost time and put even more towards your mile marker, your credit card, or whatever your goal is, so you can still make progress. I mean, there are no wrong answers here. You just got to get creative because having these mile markers will help you stay on track and achieve your big goal this year. Okay, so you have created mile markers that help you get to your big goal. Awesome. So now the last thing you got to do is you got to make progress weekly on these things. 
So I don't know how you will write your mile markers, like the frequency of them. I don't know if they'll be weekly or monthly or quarterly. I don't know. But what I do know is that regardless of how often your mile markers occur, you need to make progress weekly to help you keep moving forward, okay? Because that's the goal. We just want to keep moving forward and keep making progress. And it can be similar to a to-do list. Like how many of you love crossing things off your list? I mean, I do. And yes, I'm the person that if I forgot to write something down on my list and I already completed it, yeah, I'm going to write it out on my list and immediately cross it off because it makes me feel more accomplished. And that feeling, that motivation is what we need to keep moving forward, okay? So regardless of how we create our mile markers, we need to make progress weekly, So to do this, I recommend sitting down on Sundays before the week begins and plan out the week before it begins, similar to budgeting. Like you want to plan out life before life actually begins that month or that week. So ask yourself, what's one thing that I can do to help move the needle or make progress on your goal? Like, Is there something you can do this week to free up cash or bring more cash in? Like maybe you need to go out to eat less or maybe you could have a no spend week where you don't spend money on non-essential things or maybe you need to sell some stuff from your side hustle, right? Or it doesn't have to be money related, okay? Maybe it's paperwork that needs to get done. Like if you are trying to refinance your house to free up more cash to put towards your goal, maybe you need to just sit down and get the paperwork done and hand it off to your mortgage lender so that you can make progress. Maybe that's the thing you got to do this week. So try and write down something each week for you to tackle that will help you make progress towards your big goal. All right, so if you do these things, you will make progress and you will be so much closer to achieving your big goal that you set out to achieve. But remember, we are striving to be better not perfect because we aren't perfect. So if you think everything will go according to plan, you're going to be faced with a disappointment, okay? Because life happens. Sorry to tell you that, but life is going to happen. But if we just strive to be better and make progress, we will move forward an inch closer every day towards achieving our goals. So map out your goal like you were running a race this year, where today is your starting line, okay? So take action today. And your goal that you want to achieve is your finish line. So now I want you to create your mile markers so that you have small achievable steps that help you make progress on completing your big goal. So do yourself a favor, take action from today's episode wise up with your money, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? 
And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.